one week in and we have got a whole slate of Premier League games again. We're going in again. It's match week two. Boys, let's get into it. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Welcome in. This is Red Car Radio. This is the preview show. As always, I am James. I support Arsenal. That's Brad. He supports Chelsea. And down below, that's Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspurs. And boys, after a phenomenal first match week in the Premier League, we've got 10, 10, 10 games coming up this weekend, full slated games, getting right into it, kicking off the weekend, match week two, early morning game, at least if you're on the East Coast, even more so if you're on the West Coast of America, the uh, Mid, mid-morning mid game in England is the Villa hosting Everton. Uh, so uh, we've got Frank Lampart, Steven Gerrard locking uh, horns again, seeing who's going to get the, uh, seeing what's going to happen there at Villa Park. Uh, moving on, we got Arsenal hosting Leicester at the Emirates, Brighton hosting Newcastle, City hosting Bournemouth, Southampton hosting Leeds, Wolves will be hosting Fulham, uh, and then rounding out Saturday, we've got Brentford hosting Manchester United. Sunday morning, we've got uh, Nottingham Forest hosting West Ham United. The probably premier matchup of the weekend is the London Derby of Chelsea and Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, and the weekend is rounded off on Monday with Liverpool hosting Crystal Palace up at Anfield. Um, so, I mean, like, we there's like probably nine games that we need to talk about. Like one game's probably a throwaway, right? Like we don't really need to spend any time on Chelsea Spurs, right? I, I guess it's a Chelsea dub, so now we can skip it. You gonna have you got a whole lot of confidence coming over there. <laughs> well, oh yeah. I, I mean, if you got, if you guys are interested for some particular, we can we can spend a little bit of time on. It. We can talk about it. Hey, listen, what, he's he's got a whole lot of confidence for somebody that struggled with Everton. You guys struggled with Southampton for a while too, so don't don't get super hype over here. Well, football is dead. I think was the text message we got twelve <laughs> minutes into the match. F one pod, and we see what ha- and you guys saw what happened on Thursday. They scored first. What am I supposed to say? I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's first versus eighth in the league table. Like I don't remember the last time there was a, that big of a difference between between Chelsea and and, and Spurs in the league table. Right, think, right. The league I mean, table, league table doesn't lie, right, guys? Right, right, right. No, okay. <laughs> but, that was awkward. Anyways, it's a joke. You're supposed to be like, oh, I thought we were to look at the league. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But in all seriousness, this is the first uh, really like big marquee, big six matchup of the Premier League season. It's a London derby. It's at Stamford Bridge. Um, I, I, to, to Sean's point, like. Brad, I think we talked about this in the review episode. You thought that that Chelsea both failed to create chances and uh, had issues breaking down Everton. Um, do you think that they're going to have struggle breaking down Tottenham? They sat in a nine-one-one. Of course, we struggled against to break down Everton. Like there was no impetus. The impetus was to kick the ball forward and hope Gray. You're right, Sean. That's that's twelve, but it's okay. We the goalie was part of the nine man line. Ah, uh, got it. Understood. Uh, see, yeah, see. All right. Yeah, I know what you're trying to do. Uh, but they just kicked it and hoped somebody would run under it. Like that was what they did. And then they tried to bully and slow the game down, which actually worked in Chelsea's favor because that's what Chelsea wanted to do in that game. Get a goal, get out. Um, Chelsea. I think we're gonna switch our lineup up 
a little bit. I think uh, Dave and Reese switch spots. I think Reese can be the right center back for this one um, to lock down Sun on that left side. And I'll be interested to see if Koulibaly starts. I think. You, you think he depends doesn't? on Chilwell's. It depends on Chilwell's fitness. I think because Chilwell's still working back from his ACL. So if Chilwell's fitness is fine, then Chilwell's going to start left left wing back, and Kukurella starts at left center back. Interesting. If not, then Cuckoo's starting on the left and Koulibaly, left wing back, and Cuckoo and uh, Koulibaly will start as left center back. <clears throat> Interesting. Um, so you're you're a Chelsea fan. Obviously, yes. and you saw for eighteen months Antonio Conte at yes. Chelsea for two years. I think yes. it was two full years, um, roughly something like that. I forget exactly how long it was. But so, so Antonio Conte spent time at, at Chelsea, and so you you understand his system pretty well. Antonio Conte is mm-hmm. a systems guy. Like when 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 Antonio Conte sides don't have the ball, they sit five at the back and three right in front of that. Like they're. They're not going to be easy. They're not going to be a pushover side, right? Sure. I'm not scared of that backline, though. Okay, so you you, you shot, shot you're like, gonna let Dyer's me... going to Dyer. Okay. Dyer's going to Dyer at some point in this. Let's be real. Okay. All right. Davies they... can't cover Mount. Well, Mount I might be able to stop Sterling. I mean, Mount's, but... Mount's not going to be playing that far forward. That he's he's gonna, Mount's going to be hung up by by Basuma or by Hoiberg or someone in the middle of the park, right? Like No, he's playing on the right side. Okay, that's weekly. fine. That that that's all well and good. Okay. Right Maybe. forward. Ivan Perisic. Do you think Perisic starts? Ryan Sessione. Ryan Sessione had a great game before being subbed off. He was the first sub off. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, so that was a Conte goal. That is how Conte's system works. Um that's why I think yeah. Moses was really good in that spot too. When when yeah. Conte was here, like Sessegnon hey. fits that mold. That was that was an awesome Conte goal. And Sessegnon's twenty three, and he's only going to get better. Just imagine, just imagine how much he'll get better from week to week. I mean, do you think there's going to be like, like 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 last week from the, to this That's, week? That was going to be my question, so, Sean. You've been pretty bellicose on Twitter. You've been pretty. I don't want to. You've been pretty confident. I feel like on Twitter talking about how if if Spurs get through this weekend, you got eighteen yeah. points. Riding through the first six matches, do you through to the Etihad? Yeah. Do you think? Do, it, talk talk me through how you think how you think Spurs win this game. Well, I don't see that they. I don't think they've really improved their back line. I think you and I agree on that. I, talk about I don't think. Yeah, cool, cool, whatever. Be. Uh, I don't. Koala whoever. Koala B. Yeah, at the Koala, back I don't think Koala B helps him. He's he's old and he's never been he's never been someone that's fast. And you put that with Thiago Silva, who's you know he's relying on his intelligence. He's, he's he's a legend, but he's also thir- like thirty six, thirty seven. Like yeah. let's be honest, he's old. Thirty eight. Sorry. Yeah, he's he's old. He's not going to be the fastest guy on the pitch. So like, who is your Rudiger? Who who is your go get it? So sometimes, sometimes a center back needs to. You need to step up and go get the ball. I don't think you've been watching Koulibaly play. I know you haven't because you think it's the Farmers League. But yeah, I don't. I don't watch Napoli. But Koulibaly is that is that character. Okay. Well, good. Good luck. Good luck because uh, I will give you this stat, Brad. Uh, since January, uh, goals assisted or scored. Uh, by player, 
The top three in the league are Huming Sun, Harry Kane, Kulosevsky. That was going to be my point. Is that I think what I think the, one of the biggest things that Spurs have going for them coming into this match is that their attacking core has been playing together for at minimum six months, and they look really sharp. If you talk about just Harry Kane and Hyunmin Son, they've been playing together for like five years or something like it's insane. Four, four or five years, yeah. yeah. So I think that that's in they're going again. They're going to be playing against the Chelsea back line that is not necessarily. They have been playing together for six straight months. Um, depending on how you depending on how you set that that back line up, there's going to be some element of a player that's new there, and this is going to be really the first big test. Now, Cucurella, of course, had seasons at Brighton and yeah, kind of has established himself in the Premier League. Koulibaly, I think that there's going to still be questions. I don't necessarily think a game against Everton is really going to be that telling. I think if Koulibaly plays this weekend against Spurs. And has a good week, has a good game. I think that that will be very telling for him long term. Yes, but I think that this is going to be a very stern test for Chelsea, um, because because in all honesty, Spurs might have the best attacking trio in the league. It's possible you can make that argument. Um, it, it's it's certainly I, I've seen Chelsea's attacking trio. I've seen those arguments. I've seen those arguments floating, and. I, I th- I think it's really close to to City and Liverpool. Uh, you, you'd have to put Liverpool's in there with, with Salah, Nunez, Salah, Diaz, Nunez. Yeah. Diaz. Yeah, you take your pick. Diaz. You, you'd you'd have to put it put that right there with it. <clears throat> but granted, those are new together. Although they seem to be working just fine last week. Um, Nunez just seems like a he seems like a baller. He's a goal scorer. He's he's a goal scorer. Just put the ball at his feet, and within striking range, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, I think I saw. Um, sh- shout out, shout out to Tamzid. I think I saw him compare him to uh, Fernando Torres uh, reincarnate. I think I saw him say, or not for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fernando yeah, Torres. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he said. That's what he said. I saw that tweet. Re- reincarnated. <laughs> I so yeah. All um. Right. But but City, we'll yeah, I, I don't think City have a better attacking three than than those three. I think it's Holland yet. plus whichever two you want to pick. Well, it's Holland. Oh, so what oh, they played we'll last see, week was we'll was see Holland, what Holland is. Holland, Foden, uh, and Grealish and, in as their front three, um, supported by De Bruyne, who is probably the best midfielder in the world. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we're not talking about De Bruyne. I know. I know. I know. I mean, you can do Holland, That's a Grealish, Mares. You can do Holland, Foden, Mares. Like any Al- of those four Alvarez as well. Now, yeah, Alvarez I, is Alvarez is going to be a beast. I'd probably take our three over any of those three combinations. Uh, but Liverpool's the one where I I have to stop and examine. I mean, obviously, you guys are con- confused because it's a Gabriel, Gabriel, Saka, but, um, you know, whatever. You guys. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now is the important time. I need to know, Brad, who's going to win? What's the score? Chelsea, 2-1. Chelsea, 2-1. to one. I'm going to put B. Sean? What's the score? Uh, this is, this is going to be 3-0 three, three Tottenham. Oh, Three at the bridge. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I I don't think your back on has a chance. Oh wow. I have not. Yeah, I know. I have not given this enough thought because I told we we talked about this beforehand that we were going to take predictions. Um, I I also think Spurs are going to win this game. I think it's going to be two 0 Spurs. Um, 
We'll see. I guess that was an, you know, uh, I invite anyone who's listening to this podcast. Let us know in the comments. It's you. You're getting this Friday morning. So you got all day Friday, all day Saturday to think about it. But definitely hit us up in the YouTube comments. Let us know what you think the score is going to be in the Chelsea uh, Spurs match in that London derby. Um, uh, You know, since I'm here, we're going to talk about Arsenal real quick. Um, Arsenal hosting Leicester this weekend at the Emirates. Um, A little bit, uh, you know, Leicester have, you know, over the last five years kind of established themselves as, as a powerhouse uh, in the Premier League, I think that they're not a pushover team in the Premier League. Um, they probably got a a result last weekend uh, drawing against Brentford that they were not super pleased about. Um, but, you know, I am confident in the the side that Arsenal have now. And there's there's some interesting uh, uh, storylines, uh, you know, with the kind of ever present links between Arsenal signing uh, Leicester's Yuri Tillman. Uh, we'll see if that ever does materialize it's certainly not going to materialize between now and when the match starts um <laughs> saturday morning but you know i think uh i think that will be a good test for arsenal i think if arsenal can get through that match um that'll be a, a really important you know foundation block for the season um i'm pretty confident going into the game if i'm being completely honest but i think i definitely respect lester as a threat um i swear if jamie vardy scores i'm i'm gonna be really mad looking at a stupid face um, guys guys when jamie jamie vardy scores please send all of the uh memes of jamie vardy's face to at james tiffany um and we might post a montage on uh at red card underscore radio can't of st- all of these jamie vardy faces can't stand his face um but i think that's sh- i think that should be a pretty good game um i i think it'll be i think it'll be a good game what uh, what other games you guys kind of stand out to you this weekend what, what, what game should we talk about? I mean, I'm I'm down for Brighton Newcastle. I think we can test the levels of Newcastle. Okay, uh, this, they weren't tested this week. This will uh, be or week one. This so will we'll be see week an, two. I think this will be an interesting match. So so Newcastle have to travel the length of the country, um, coming from Newcastle down to Brighton. Um, Brighton get a great result um, away at Old Trafford. Newcastle got a great result home to Nottingham Forest. Um, one of those might have been more expected than the others. I think I think if you look at that on paper, you expected Newcastle to beat Forest. You probably didn't expect Brighton to beat United. Um, so they, this could be like kind of similar power levels coming into this match. You look like you scoffed at that, Sean. The, the, well, no, this one really quick. I, I hadn't checked the comings and goings of Brighton, but th- they lost their best player to us, and I, I didn't – I don't know if I saw them replace, replace they, or upgrade or anything – but but so getting a result last week was a little surprising for me by the fact of that. Graham Potter, I mean, you mean, Graham Potter talked about that in his postmaster. They're, they're two best players. They're yeah. two best players. Yeah. Cucurella's gone. Yeah. They say you mean their best player went to Chelsea. You guys can. But someone was their best player. You guys yeah. can fight about it. Um, well, two years ago they lost their best center, but it, it doesn't matter. Um, in Ben White is what I'm saying. Um, but like so like that's the thing is like it, Graham Potter mentioned this in his postmaster conference at old Trafford. he said you know like it's i think someone asked him about losing their two best players like how do you make it work and he's like you know this team just like they fight and they do what they need to do and we've been like the whole core of the team has been together for a pretty long time and yeah you lose basoma and yeah you lose cucarella but you find a way to make it work um uh do you guys realize that uh brighton made as much money off of ben white and cucarella as uh city did off of sterling and jesus City have had incredible business this summer. 
110 million. Well, no, Brighton over two oh, transfer windows between Ben White and, yeah, yeah. and Cucurella made the same amount of money as Raheem Sterling and Jesus. That's awesome business. Plus, I think they got, you know, throw another 25 million for uh, Basuma on there as well. They've That's 25 for Basuma. Yeah. They've had great business. Um, yeah. I, I'd be curious to hear what you think about this game, Joel. Um, you know, are you worried, Joel? Is this an L? Is this a draw? What? What? what yeah, I want to see what you think. I, I think Joel should feel cautiously optimistic about the game because if you look at Newcastle over the course of the last six months, they've been one of the best sides in England in terms of picking up results. But Brighton have been no slouches, and uh, I, you know, I, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I want to talk about Southampton Leeds okay. too. Yeah, uh, because yeah, we got yeah. we, we kind of highlighted that highlighted that in the review. Uh, the the American side and Leeds and that's a good that was a good result for them. Yeah. Um, and Harrison looked good. I I'm curious traveling down to the bottom of coast. Um, how do you do away? Uh, Southampton just got battered. Do they come back? Do they do they battle back? Of like we're not getting relegated. Yeah. And then d- d- does the team look the same away as it does at the stadium? I like no Allen Road. Yeah, Allen Road. Allen Road. Um, does it look the same way? Stadium of Light, Southampton. Or, or, no, Stadium of Light is um, it's the other team in Newcastle. Sunderland. Oh yeah, Sunderland. Sunderland. Yep, you're correct. Um, Ellen, yeah. Do you look the same away from Ellen Road than than you do on the road? So I, I'm interested to see that personally. Yeah, I think that. That to me kind of also seems like kind of a levels match because um, Leeds were flirting there with relegation last year, um, and Southampton have been all over the place for the last two years. So like that could be yeah top, top half to, to flirting with relegation to top half to yeah they've so, been crazy. So we uh we ended our review show slandering Manchester United. Do you guys want to end? True. Do you guys want to end our preview show slandering Manchester United? Brentford slapping them with Listen. Christian. With Christian Eriksen in the other uniform, they're, they're slapping them at home. I think so. I like think this is the Christian Eriksen game. How how good a, does does Christian Eriksen get a a good reception at Brentford? Oh, I oh, hope so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone. I, I don't think anyone at Brentford is salty about Christian Eriksen choosing think, to go to Manchester United. No, I think oh, Christian no. Eriksen is is football's child. At this point, like when you die That's on true. a football pitch, like everyone just roots for you to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the we just want game? you to be alive. Yeah. I was like, have you seen the Norwich game? Brendan Williams like gets tackled by Erickson is like about to like start like beating him up. He's like, oh yeah, hug. Yeah. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Yeah, ever. No. So, so uh, I think every every football fan is a Christian Erickson fan. Like we're just happy you're alive, man. I think Avantoni is going to bully the crap out of Lissandra Martinez. Yes. Lissandra Martinez is starting at center back again for Manchester United. I think that the game plan is just put Avantoni, have him back into Lissandra Martinez and just play like he's a center in the NBA and just lob balls at Avantoni and, and see what he can do. Yep. I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't know exactly how tall Avantoni is, but there's got to be at least six inches there of difference. And I Does, know, uh, I know Lissandra Martinez. What? Does Braun get off the bench finally? I, I think, I don't know why he wouldn't. Right, like I understand that Martinez is Ten Hag's guy, but in this situation, is, I, are you benching McGuire the captain? You should. Um, 
I mean, we we know who he what he should do, but is he going to? Can can he end his second game there? Uh, you know, he honestly, bench Ronaldo in game one. Honestly, well, that's, his claim was that Ronaldo was lacking match fitness, but I th- which I think is actually true. I don't um, think that. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily wrong. But can you still like like it's Ronaldo? I mean, I think what United should do is should bench Luke Shaw and put Martinez out at left at left back and then play uh, Varane and Maguire as center backs. Um, but you know, who, who am I to make up tactics for Ten Hag? Um, but I think, I, I think this is going to be a difficult game for Manchester United. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be harder than I think. What, what, what's the, uh, what, what happens if Manchester United lose this game? Bro, like, I don't know. Like, is this short in Ten Hag's tenure? I, I don't like think this it year? I, I don't think it possibly can. I think Ten Hag could finish tenth this year and still be the manager of Manchester United next year. They have to, they have to stick with him. But could you imagine like the vitriol and just the United fans are fed up, man. They are tired. They're exhausted of of all of this, um, which I'm cool with. Like I don't mind. Like don't don't get it twisted. We like, love it. You know, I want the exclamation point on all this, okay. where Jose Jose Mourinho just. <laughs> Recently said that his greatest accomplishment as a manager yep. was finishing second. And what was it, 2019? I think it was winning the Europa League and finishing second at Manchester United. Yep. Doing those two things yeah. in that season. That, that was his greatest accomplishment as a manager with that team. He specifically said with that team and all the behind the stuff, behind the scenes stuff, all of that going on, that is my greatest accomplishment. And I mean, like you can go back for years. You took a, you look at Louis Van Gaal, Jose Mourinho, constantly Ralph, being undermined, Ralph clearly Ragnick, being under, like clearly of, to the fans, and we're not even fans. Yeah, all of these managers yeah. have been pointing out the intense structural issues at Manchester United, and they've just sacked them all. Um, now, Ralph Ragnick was a different situation, but still, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think we're all here for Brentford victory. Um, just yeah. for the chaos it creates at Manchester United, um, but boy, it, you know they really, they really desperately need at least a point at Brentford, and then it, that's a whole bag of issues. If Manchester United is going to Brentford hoping for a draw, that's just a whole different kettle of fish. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, you know, if you are. Uh, if you're looking for a game to watch this week, we kind of divvy up the games that we are going to watch uh, internally to make sure that, you know, we get a good spread on these games. Um, the one game we're leaving for you guys, the fans, that we think you guys should watch if you got some time on your hands is Nottingham Forest and West Ham United. Take a look at that game on Sunday. Let us know what you think and leave us some comments about it. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Of course, we will also watch that game as well, but it's, you know, fun to try and keep everyone uh you know, in the loop as well and, you know, feel a part of the podcast, leave us a comment and we will talk about any of the games you want. Um, because I think this is a great, you know, for Matt, match week one had a lot of good games. I think match week two has got an equal number of really good games. And that's what I love about the premier league is that you very rarely find a, uh, find a dud. Um, right. It's not like Sassuolo versus Venzi or something like that. Right, Sean, <laughs> some bullshit, some farmers, some farmers playing plumbers. I mean, if you're interested in farmers playing plumbers, the Italian Serie A does come back this weekend. So this weekend, this weekend, check it out. This weekend, uh, Will give us a Juve update. Uh, let us know what happens. Um, maybe a Paul Pogba update as well. 
Uh, actually, we're more interested in Weston McKinney here at Red Card Radio. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for you guys tonight. Definitely check out a game. If, if you know you just stumbled upon this and you're not really a big football fan or maybe you are a huge football fan, whatever, definitely check out a Premier League match this weekend. They all should be really good, um, highly competitive, a lot of fun to watch. Um, and we would love to hear from you in the comments what you thought about what you saw. Um, or hit us up. You can always find us on Twitter. Um, we're constantly tweeting. That's at KSBradG. Down below, that's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I'm at James Tiffany. And we collectively, you can hit us up at RedCard underscore radio. If you don't tweet, you could send us an email, info.redcardradio at gmail.com. Um, or you could always leave a comment on the YouTubes, and we will get to it that way. Um, but until next time, until we're reviewing all of these episodes. Uh, thanks for listening, and we really appreciate it. Have a good one.